Hello, and welcome to our Valentine's show. Today, we're going to start out with some chocolate. Seems appropriate for a Valentine's show. We're also going to talk a little bit about the mysterious history of Valentine's Day. We want to talk about how men and women feel about Valentine's Day and about who falls in love first. And then we'll go to Paranormal Corner. And welcome back to Snack Little Talk Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jenna. <laughs> Caller, you're on the air. Did you want to give a dedication for your love? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Valentine's. It's Valentine's Day week. Yes. Since we do a, only a show uh, that debuts every Monday. We wanted Valentine's, to remind you. We, we, wanted, we wanted to do a Valentine's show. So it's uh, Valentine's week. Here if you Snack have a Little, Valentine and your Valentine likes you to do something special... For them or with right. them. You've been forewarned by us. Don't say that we did right. not let you know. It is coming up. Trying to help you with your relationship. Get out there and get a card or chocolates or I don't even know what you do so on Valentine's Day. Mark and Day. I are going to celebrate <laughs> Friendenstein's Day here in the studio. <laughs> and uh, to start it out, yes, wow. indeed. Wow. We've well, got this... chocolate in a wine glass. <laughs> chocolate milk. Hold on, I'm going to smell it like Room it's Room a... temperature chocolate milk. So this is just chocolate milk. It's just chocolate milk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What else do you think? I don't know. I thought it was like a chocolate mousse when you brought it in. Oh, I no, thought, no, no. ooh. No. Ooh. No, so, because so now we're I'm having down. <laughs> fancy chocolate. Ooh. We're having some fancy chocolate. I thought, oh. well, okay, well, instead of regular milk, let's have more chocolate. Oh, wow. You know what? Honestly, I didn't even see the fancy chocolate until you just mentioned it. It's from, uh, it's Fraser. Wow. It says Nordy. It is dark looking. Juniper and amber caramel dark chocolate. Wow. I'm going to, I'm going to try a little bit of the room temperature chocolate in milk. 1891. But I think the chocolate is newer than that. Room temperature chocolate milk to make your whole entire chocolate experience even better, hopefully. Now I'm trying to detect what this, what this chocolate milk is made out of. I'm thinking chocolate and milk, but I'm not <laughs> quite sure. It's just normal, <laughs> normal it, chocolate milk. So, is it, oh, so, so you didn't mix it up and no. janitize it or anything. I didn't do like anything that? to it. No. I if I were going to, I would probably add some, cinnamon? possibly some cayenne. Actually, put a little heat in it. Chocolate mm. and heat are really great together. Mm. But I didn't want to take away from the flavor of whatever this is going to be like because this this says juniper and amber. Juniper is like is a is a kind of a piney tree, right? So I right. don't know if this is going to taste like slightly piney and slightly caramelly. There's no, there's nothing. I thought we were gonna have chocolate mousse, and now you're gonna have me eating a bush. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in the center, like oozing. I didn't even mean that caramel, <laughs> caramel or anything. So I don't even know what to expect. But it's beautiful to look at. That's a beautiful. It candy is. This bar. is this is a very dark looking chocolate. It smells. Like chocolate. It smells like dirt. This smells like like ninety five percent cocoa. So okay, so when I break it, right? I mean, does does it, it looks like there maybe is a little fleck of something in there, right? I don't yeah, know. it looks like little bits of something. So maybe I don't you know said caramel, and it's, it is strange. It says caramel, juniper and caramel, juniper and amber caramel, caramel, amber caramel. But I don't I'm even see in. any caramel. Oh I know. my gosh! You heard? What is it? What? What? I'm afraid. Tiny. I'm gonna wait. It's piney. <laughs> that sounds. It's piney. It's piney. And there is a little crunch. I'm guessing that's the amber caramel. It's weird because 
the first thing I got was a hint of it tastes like the smell of a pine tree. But then when you really get into it, then it's like, no, okay, now all I taste is dark chocolate. But there's the crunch of what I think is the caramel. All I taste is dark chocolate. I don't even get the piney yet. Okay, no, that's weird. It was the first thing I tasted. It was like the front note. Wow. No, for me, piney. I'm not even getting. I'm not even getting the piney part. There it is again. The first bite, I get juniper. That was one of my nicknames, by the way. <laughs> my roommates used to call me Juniper, and they'd oh, always really? say it like that: Juniper. I don't know why. I don't either. Jana boo boo. Jana banana. Jana Jana fofana fana fee fi fo fum You know, it's funny you you do that name game. Mm-hmm. Now do it. Uh, I I knew a comedian. Her name was Catsy. So go ahead, go do it with Catsy. Catsy Catsy Bobatsy Fofatsy Fofi Fo Fomatsy Catsy. She was she was a heavy comedian. And she used to do a bit. She goes, you know, that doesn't work with my name. Catsy, Catsy, Bobatsy, Fee, Five, Fofet. Hey! <laughs> Catsy Chappelle, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so you guys, you'll have to, you youngins right, so don't is, know what the heck we're talking about. So this is the thing. So I'm trying to taste the chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to smell the pine that you've, both times you said, oh, there's that first, piney the first, first bite. juniper I, thing. Mm-hmm. I have not got it yet. Yeah, the first bite, it's like, it's there, and then it's like, it's gone. Mm-mm. And it tastes like the smell of a pine tree or a juniper tree. I'm not getting that at all. And now I'm concerned that well, my, my taste buds... My taste is very refined. My taste buds may be going, I, and I might have... Coronavirus! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, then get out of the studio. <laughs> That's strange, though. Okay, so you don't taste the um, juniper. No. And you just taste dark chocolate. Right. Good dark chocolate. That's so strange, though. I really wanted to taste the, the juniper okay, part. Okay, I'm going to try it again. I got I got nothing. First bite. Oh, my gosh. How can you not taste I that? I don't know. I'm biting out of the middle of it, which is what you have the other half. I mean, it's okay. good dark chocolate. Don't roll your tongue around on it. Just take a bite <laughs> and kind of breathe in at the same time. <laughs> Just like put it with the back teeth. And breathe and smell. Don't 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 t- don't taste. See, you're tasting. I can tell you're tasting. I don't care. I'm a sucker cracker. Sucker or sucker crack. Wait, there's an F in there that wasn't supposed to be there, folks. <laughs> don't, don't say so. Okay, now watch me. Okay, see, I just got it in juniper. Okay, now watch, <laughs> watch the experts. <laughs> See, I'm putting it like at the back. Jenna's teaching me how to eat. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know how. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm like biting and I'm inhaling. Oh and, I get the, and I get the pine. But then, then it goes to chocolate. It's so strange. I'm not getting it at all. That is weird. Every time, it's just the first bite. Nope. Not getting it. And where, and where did you get this from, by the way? Good question. I don't remember now. <laughs> I do not remember. Did we get that at the Super King? Or was it no, one of the I other don't things? think so. You go, you I was intrigued by things. it, though, because of, of the juniper and, and amber. But I'm pretty sure that the caramel is supposed to be the little crunchy bits that we're getting. Or it's broken glass. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll find out when it comes out the other end. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway. Well. Wow. Well, the chocolate's really good. Yeah, it is. I, I just cannot. There, there's no pine. I'm not. There is I'm pine. not getting the pine test. There taste is pine. There's pine. At all. You just. No juniper berry stuff for me. I know. Maybe that is me. really weird. Because, it is. like I said. We usually, we usually can taste, when we're tasting things, say, oh, I taste a little of this. And we can usually taste yeah. different levels of it. But it's so slight. I got, I still got nothing. Try one more time. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'll I'm be trying the rest of the show until it's gone. <laughs> But it's just... Uh... It's really weird because... Okay, breathe. <laughs> but you got to bite. Bite and breathe. I'm hurting the So you bite in the front. I bite well, in the back. Well, I thought you said don't bite in the back. <laughs> oh, my anyway. goodness gracious. Okay, you're going to bite in the back. Now I'm going to... No. It's got to be... Hmm. Nothing. That's really weird. All right, you guys. So if any of you have tried this or want to try it, look for Fraser Nordy, N-O-R-D-I. There'll be a picture on our Facebook page, Juniper and Caramel, because now I need to know if anybody else can taste the juniper. Right. <laughs> or if it's just the freaks of nature that uh-huh. can taste it. No, sophisticated <laughs> palate people. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> no, I really don't think I have a sophisticated palate people. I'm just joshing with mark i don't know why I'm and the so thing is, is i think that i do when it comes to chocolate and that's why i'm surprised mm-hmm. that i can't detect the juniper well you know what we had a juniper tree in our yard that it, when i was growing up so right. maybe i'm just ultra sensitive to <laughs> to anything juniper and because that's one of my nicknames it just makes sense well i tell you the combination of the dark chocolate chocolate and the uh chocolate milk this is pretty good. I just may uh-huh. go into a sugar coma right happy, here. Happy Friendin's time today. <laughs> Thank you. Well, now I feel bad. I didn't bring any chocolate. so. Well, we've got plenty here. Sorry. I still have a few days left. Maybe I'll drop something by. So did you know that the history of Valentine's Day, and it's about, so St. Valentine, patron saint. That's all saint, I know. Right. I know that. It is, it is actually a mystery. Uh, people know that February has been celebrated as the month of romance and St. Valentine's Day as we know it today. Um, and it says here, I'm reading that it contains vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition, but who was St. Valentine and how did he become associated with this ancient rite? So the Catholic church recognizes at least three different saints named Valentine or Valentinus. Oh, really? All of whom were martyred. So that doesn't seem very romantic. (laughs) No, that seems appropriate. I mean, I mean, I mean. I shouldn't say appropriate. That in my my mind, if I think back to whatever I learned about Saint Valentine's, it was because he was martyred. Mm-hmm. Uh, one legend contends that Valentine was a priest who served during the third century in Rome. Uh, Emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families, and he outlawed marriage for young men. Valentine, realizing the injustice of the decree, defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. Hmm. When Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. So that's one belief. Okay. Um, Seems reasonable enough. Yes. Other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons. Uh, they were often beaten and tortured there. According to one legend, an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first Valentine, it's in quotes, greeting after he fell in love with a young girl, possibly his jailer's daughter, who visited him during his confinement. Before his death, it is alleged that he wrote a letter signed from your Valentine. 
an expression that is still used today, hmm. which makes it just a whole different thing. Right, right. And you said there's a third explanation? Yes. Uh, well, okay. So the, orange val- the origins of Valentine's Day, they're saying it's a pagan festival. Um, some believe that Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the anniversary of Valentine's death or burial, which probably occurred around A.D. 270. But others claim that the Christian church may have decided to place St. Valentine's Feast Day in the middle of February in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercalia, if I'm saying that right, L-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-I-A. It's celebrated at the Ides of February or February 15th. Lupercalia was a fertility festival dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, as well as to the Roman founders Romulus and Remus. Hmm. Who knew that they, somebody was celebrating well, agriculture in that I would, I would think Valentine's so. That, that, I mean, you, I guess we all just take away what we can from those stories because it's on the internets and you never know if that's true or not. But I, I got to say that uh, there is a tradition, and this is what makes these things seem more real, of uh, Christianity taking over pagan festivals. They mm-hmm, took over the mm-hmm. pagan winter festival and made that Christmas. Yes. They took over the pagan uh, spring festival and made that Easter. So that seems more logical to me that well, that's what happened. Well, listen to the fun they were having during this festival. Ooh. Members of Luperci, L-U-P-E-R-C-I, an order of Roman priests would gather at a sacred cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf. The priests would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification. I do that every week. They would then strip the goat's hide into strips, dip them into sacrificial blood, and take to the streets gently slapping both women and the crop fields with the goat hide. <laughs> Nothing says romance like being slapped with a goat hide. Far from being fearful, Roman women welcomed the touch of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the coming year. Are you feeling horny? (laughs) Slap me with that goat hide. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Later in the day, according to legend, all the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn. The city's bachelors would each choose a name and be compared for the year with his chosen woman. These matches often ended in marriage. Wow. Wow. That is Getting a... slapped with a goat hide. <laughs> and then going into a lottery and you just, okay, this is going to be your wife. This is it. instead of people discovering relationships amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. Wow. Of course, then there's Cupid, who's often portrayed on Valentine's Day. The Roman god Cupid has his roots in Greek mythology, which I used to love mythology. I've right. kind of um, forgotten a lot of it, but... I just know that all of it always seemed to end in a sad way. It all was just really sad. Somebody had to go to Hades. Somebody had to turn into the sun. She can't touch the guy that's the wolf or whatever. It was just, <laughs> it was just unrequited love. Uh, accounts of Cupid's birth vary. Some say that he was the son of Nyx, Nyx, N-Y-S, and Erebus, others of Aphrodite and Ares. I'm not really sure what that has to do with Valentine's Day, but apparently... We've now put Cupid as having something to do with Valentine's Day. Right, because Cupid is the one who's shooting the arrows to make people fall in love. Yes, but it doesn't really explain why. Hmm. Maybe, be, but but isn't Aphrodite is the um, the goddess of love? Love, so, right? Yeah. Anyway, bottom line, we're still not really sure how Valentine's Day became what it is now. 
Well, I'm sure how... that's a big stretch. I don't know about its origins. I know how it became what it is now because of the... Probably because of Hallmark or the card and candy industries jumped on something like this. Yeah. And made it, you know, much like Christmas and Easter and Halloween and other holidays that we have. It was jumped on by uh, capitalism. Yes. Well, that yes, that does happen with a lot of... Oh, and the jewelry industry. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, but still... Oh, my god, Going from martyrs and beating Widom with goat hides to <laughs> expressions of love and gifts. Well, so there were a lot of people surveyed, a thousand men. I mean, that's a, a lot of people, a thousand men and a thousand women. And they wanted to know, they asked them the same questions. They wanted to know how they feel about certain things dealing with Valentine's Day. Okay. So I'm going to read to you about what the women said. Um, in answer to these questions, and we're going by percentages of yeses and nos. Should I guess? Uh, at the percentages? We'll do, we'll do a what? couple, sure. Okay, let's see. So, uh, for women, the first question was Do you expect to have sex because it's Valentine's Day? For women, I would say the percentages on yes is zero because they don't want that. Okay. <laughs> that was a joke. You were supposed to find that humorous. <laughs> Uh, a little, a little, not quite as bad as you thought. Um, forty-three point one percent of the women said yes. Fifty-six point nine said no. So the majority says yeah. no. Yeah, but it's, typical. But it's um, better than I thought it would be. Actually, uh, who is supposed to plan Valentine's Day? The guy or the girl? Uh, the guy is what they're going to say. Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, I would say eighty percent. 30.3% of the women said the guy. Wow. 1.6% said the girl. And a couple should plan it together, 68.1%. <laughs> I was together. way off on that one. Yep. Wow. Who's supposed to pay for Valentine's Day? The guy, 95%. You got your percentage wrong, but you are right that the guy edges out the other options. So the guy is 40.3%, the girl 0.4%, the couple split it 24.8 and the the coming in just behind or at least close to 40.3%, 34.4% of the women said whoever planned the night pays. Interesting. Interesting. I agree with that. Uh not having a date on Valentine's Day. So I'm going to tell you what the answers are and you can guess a percentage if you want. Okay. It's horrible or it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> How do you think most women are going to feel? Most women are going to feel... Okay, so here's... here's I, I've been so accurate on my other <laughs> predictions. Okay. I'm going to say that most women feel it's horrible, but they're going to say it doesn't matter at all because they don't want to admit to being uh, lonely spinsters. Okay. Present company accepted. Okay. Well, since I can't get into the minds of these women, I don't know if you're correct, but 20.7% said it's horrible, and 79.3% it doesn't matter at all. So what do you folks think out there on that one? Being one who is single, and this is this is the honest-to-gosh truth, I don't care. I have certainly been in relationships when they're, when they're during Valentine's Day, and it's nice, but I, I don't, I don't know. It's it's not the be all and the end all for me necessarily. So I mean, it's not like I'm going to be, you know, lighting a candle and crying and you know feeling lonely <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's just not that big a deal to me. Right. 
going on a blind date on Valentine's Day? The answers were sure, why not? And no way. 61.6% of the women said no way. And so 38.4 were Hmm. like, sure, why not? Interesting. Having a first date on Valentine's Day, did they think it was cheesy or romantic? I I don't I I I don't I I'm not very good at this clearly. Oh, Most okay. of them thought it was cheesy. Sixty one point seven percent getting engaged on Valentine's cheesy romantic. Uh, now see, I have an issue with this, and maybe we'll talk about this a little later. Okay. Uh, I think it's cheesy. Well, so did sixty eight point eight percent of the women. Yeah, but still, what per, the thirty nine point two? Yeah, see, thought it was okay. Have you ever forgotten Valentine's Day? Yes or no. Do you think the women? On the women? Yeah. No, the women don't forget Valentine's Day. 75.5% did not forget. Right. Saying, I love you for the first time on Valentine's Day. Cheesy romantic. Uh, I didn't know how deep this was going to get. I I don't know. I'm going to go with the safe. I don't know. Most of them thought it was cheesy. 63.4%. You're okay. And I got to say, weighing in on that, I don't care. I mean, if it seems like really contrived that the person waited, I'm going to wait to tell her. But I mean, if let's say let's say you are with somebody on Valentine's Day and you go out for a great dinner and you're both feeling the feels, I would like to think and hope that it's just something that it's like, you know what? This has been such a great night. I'm just going to like, you know, lay it all out there and just say it. Right. I would hope that that Mr. Wonderful wouldn't do it because it's got to be on Valentine's Day. So I don't care what day it is. If it's if if, if I feel like it's genuine, good gracious. Who you know, cares? It's, it's so funny because there's a Seinfeld episode about when when you say I love you that you, you expect the other person to say it back or something like that. Yeah. And, and when they don't say anything, that's a pretty big matzo ball to be hanging out there <laughs> to say that. Do and you it, know it, what? I'm just reminded of that. A, a past serious boyfriend of mine kind of uh early in the relationship early to me anyway right called me one morning which is really romantic in in a hurry um called me one morning and said i just had to tell you this before you leave for work i just had to tell you that i i'm in love with you jenna and i was taken aback and i felt like i needed to say it back but i was not really sure that i was there yet (laughs) and i felt a lot of pressure to say it back right right and that was a weird feeling. Wow. No, as wait, did as, you say anything? What did you, you say? I think that I did say it back, but it took me a few, but it was and pure I did pressure. it. It was pressure. Yeah. Wow. I just felt like it was the thing to do. But I will say that I mean, I did fall for him. The more I got to know him, um, so uh, so this was a long distance, right? Right. Um, and so there wasn't a lot of um, opportunity for just having the physicalities get in the way. So we truly got to know each other as friends. Right, right. And I really started to to love the person that I got knew him to be instead of the person that I thought he was originally, which was like on a pedestal. And then I'm like, he's actually a decent, normal guy. Right. And so, so yes, eventually I could I could walk the walk and not just talk the talk. But yes, I did feel some pressure to so, say it. So was that morning when he called you? Was he like going skydiving that morning or something? He's like, I got to get this out before I. I'm, I think I might die today. Let me at least tell her that know. I'm. No, gonna... <laughs> I don't know what the rush was. It, it was kind of like it kind of just hit him with a ton of bricks, and he had to say it. So, I'm going cliff diving later on. I, you know what? I might Before not come I go, back. <laughs> let me make. Let me call my mom. Let me call Jana because uh, you know I just want to let her know this before in case yep. I 
you know, hit a rock on the way down? No, I think this person is, um, uh, he, he flies by the seat of his pants. He follow his, he follows his emotions and his emotions at that time told him, I need to tell her this night. I got to tell her now. <laughs> so it was really strange though, because I think of myself as one who's, who's a very loving person and I feel a lot, Right. but it was a weird position to be in where I was like, wow, so soon, <laughs> but I didn't say it. So. Anyway. Oh, the pause between <laughs> said it. Let Plus me I'm tell you. I'm taking it in. I know. <laughs> uh, See, for you, it was a couple seconds. For him, it was like a week. Whatever. I'm sure you're right. <laughs> so your relationship is almost over and you break up. Should you break up before Valentine's Day or after? Okay. This one I know. Well, no, I, I don't know what they're going to say. Uh-huh. I say Before. 75.3% agree with you. Oh, my gosh. This goodness. same boyfriend. I can tell you one that doesn't agree with me. <laughs> the same boyfriend right. broke up with me right after. Right after. And in fact, well, I won't get into it. But it made it worse. What happened? Didn't it? Didn't it make it worse for you? Because you were like, oh, yes, wow, we because, just had it. Because he was very loving and, right. and See? amazing. And then, yeah, then he went and did I something got, I got chided one disgusting. time. For a fantastic girlfriend that I had, really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I broke up with her as soon as in my heart I knew, you know what, this isn't going to lead to marriage. And at that time, I was looking for marriage. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to wait till Valentine's. I'm like, I. This is what I feel in my heart. And I went over, face to face, went over to her house and face to face and said, this. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. Here, here's how it went. I went over, and, and clearly I had a different attitude about me than than the normal greeting of, you know, uh, running in right. love, you know, running in slow motion towards each love other with arms outstretched. <laughs> but I, I just, I said, I said this, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get married. Or did I say, I don't want to marry you or something like that? And she goes, well, that's okay. I don't want to get married either. I said, no, no, no you're not understanding yeah, what hear I'm. Hear me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it was devastating for her. Mm-hmm. But you know what? And, and of course, and then I did get chided uh, through our little group and stuff. You know, people said, oh, I can't believe you did that just before Valentine's Day. I said, I did it when my heart said you need to do it. I mean, I, you know, I didn't wait until... If we'd even had regular times of the week that we got together or saw each other, I was like, I got to go over there now and tell her this because it was, and there was no one else on the line or anything like that. It was just that I knew, you know what, this isn't going to go long term and I need to let her know right away how I feel because otherwise I'd be faking it and I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And it was just before Valentine's Day. I think it was on the 13th of, no, it wasn't. (laughs) This one went out and found himself someone on Valentine's Day. (laughs) <laughs> After we had been uh, earlier in the day, spending a lot of like hours together on the phone. Wow. Because we were long distance. Um, yeah. And then I'm when laughing we found at your somebody. pain. But, but I mean, I, I didn't believe it because they had just written something beautiful to me about like being with me um, was like. Um, I, it made a tuna fish sandwich taste like lobster thermidor and, you know, beautiful things like that. And it's just like, okay. And now, anyway, so now you moved on already. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But whatever. 
I, I, I actually sound snippety. If I go back, if I go back there, then yes, it does make me feel a little. I can understand that. But totally understandable. But I care about this person, and I right. and I do want him to be happy. I think he's. I do still think he's a good guy, but handled that maybe a little sloppily. Right. Right. How important is it to get a gift on Valentine's Day? Uh, For a if, woman, I would think be, uh, that's going to be a high percentage, like 75, 80%. If he, she forgets, it's over or it's not important at all. Oh, those are the choices. I would say uh, if he, she forgets, it's over would be, I'm going to go to 73%. 15%. Not important <laughs> is 85%. You know, I'm not good at this. <laughs> How much money are you spending on a Valentine's Day gift? I'll just give you the numbers. Okay. 25 or less, it's 48.9%. 26 to 50, 26.2%. 51 to $74, 9.9%. And $75 and up is 8%. Hmm. There is uh, one more category. I'm not, he, she is supposed to spend money on me. 7. 7%. 7%. Hmm. How much should your partner spend on a valentine's gift they the the majority of women want their partner to spend okay now so this is interesting 25 or less 31 point well 31 percent or he she doesn't need to give me a gift 31.3 percent so those two sort of tied basically right right um which best describes how you feel about valentine's day Ick, it's a holiday or it's a hallmark holiday or love it it's another excuse to show how i care I would think a lot more on love it. You know what? It is more, but it's not a lot more. It's 54.7% to 45.3%. Wow. So uh, we'll go quickly through the men and compare the two. Okay. Same questions. Do you want, are you expecting to have sex on Valentine's Day? Men, uh, no. They want to, but they don't, they know not to expect it or else they're going to be massively disappointed. I would say that you're, <laughs> you're, that's probably right, judging by the numbers. It's almost split down the center 50.1% yes, 49.9% no. Who's supposed to plan Valentine's Day? 56.9% of the men said us. Hmm. Uh, the couple should plan it together, 38.6%. So the girl, only 4%. Who's supposed to pay for Valentine's Day? 71.7% of the men said the dude. Um, the next highest would be whoever planned it, but that's only 16.2%. See, I've been doing, in, in my head, I'm doing pretty good on the dude thinking. I'm just not good at knowing what the women are thinking. Well, the, hopefully this helps. This may be a breakthrough right that's here. That's right. <laughs> not having a date on Valentine's Day, 78.1% of the men also said, eh, doesn't matter. Going on a blind date for Valentine's Day. Split down the middle, split down the middle almost. 53.8% said no way, but 46.2% said sure, why not? Having a first date on Valentine's Day, 62% thought it was cheesy. Getting engaged on Valentine's Day, 63.7% thought it was cheesy. Hmm. Have you ever got forgotten Valentine's Day? 71% of the men have not forgotten it. I don't know how you could. I mean, there's so much marketing and everything surrounding <laughs> If you ever leave it. the house, that's right. I mean, come on. Saying I love you for the first time on Valentine's Day, 64% do think it's pretty dang cheesy. Hmm. Your relationship is almost over. Do you break up before or after? 70% also think it should be before. Right. You hear that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> how important is it to get a gift on Valentine's Day? If he, she forgets, it's over. 
14.4% said that it's over, but right. 85% Guys don't care about the gifts. Deal. As long as we can keep seeing the boobs, we're okay. <laughs> How much money are you spending? Uh, so let's see here. The majority of the men, so this is pretty evenly distributed, but the majority spe- say they spend between 26 and $50. Uh, how much should your partner spend? They only want their girly to spend 25 or less. Because uh, boobies are free. Uh, it's free. <laughs> well, not always. <laughs> Which best describes how you feel about, about Valentine? What is it? That day. <laughs> 61.9% said, ick, it's a Hallmark holiday. Hmm. So that seems, that I mean, seems very dudish. There's a few things that are a little different, but they're not that f- far apart. Would you agree with that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. You have you have all the stats right there in front of you. It just seems to me that I I clearly uh, am not inside of a woman's mind and don't know exactly what they want or what they think on things. I hope that, but that's I certainly am help. aligned with the dude part of it. Well, how, how are you when you first read this article when you were doing show prep and stuff? Did you agree with most of what the women were saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, okay. I do like Valentine's Day, even though I know it's very commercial, like most of our holidays. Right. Uh, I don't expect somebody to spend a lot of money or even any money if they don't have it. But I agree with uh, one of the things that were said here is it's just another way to express your love. And it's kind of a reminder. And it's very easy, especially when you get uh, more comfortable in your relationship. Right. It's very easy to forget to do those little extra special things. Right. You take everything for granted. And so to have a little reminder, if it's somebody who actually takes the time to do something special, some people, I mean, listen, if you go to stop at the gas station and get me a Kit Kat, I mean, it's nice and it's better than nothing. (laughs) But if somebody actually goes out of their way to make that night special, whatever it is that we do, let's cook dinner together, you know, whatever. Right. right. I, I do think it's nice. I think it's nice to set aside time and do a little extra something. That's how I feel about it. I agree. I agree. It, it's just it's, it's got far away from me because uh, uh, my uh, uh, – wow, we haven't addressed this completely on the show yet. Hold on. <laughs> uh, my soon-to-be ex-wife uh, was Jehovah's Witness, so Valentine's Day means nothing to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not that in the past of our long, long-term relationship that we had, there wasn't things where she would you know get me a candy or something like that or we may exchange candy or something like that in the past – but I know the last few years, there's nothing uh, that I necessarily can recall of any of that. And let me tell you, it took the pressure off me because I was like, you know what? Then I'm not going to reciprocate. I'm not going to get her any candy for Valentine's Day or anything like that either. And that took pressure off me. <laughs> took pressure mm-hmm, off me. Mm-hmm. So to me, in the last five years, Valentine's Day has really not really meant that much. Except, yep. except I honestly... And it's strange to hear this coming from my mouth. I feel like I was missing out on something that everyone else was a part of. Right. When normally I don't necessarily care what everyone else does. I kind of do my own thing mm-hmm. most of the time. But look, as you say, it's a thing to uh, uh, reinitiate your yes. love or something like that, if, yeah. if, if that's a good description of it. And uh, that was not done in that sense. I mean, mm-hmm. like you say, yeah, it... I, I don't like when people say, oh, it's over-commercialized and all this stuff, you know, which is kind of what I alluded to earlier. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, but it's still, it's a good day. Yeah. 
to get together. Yes, it is. You know, for and 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 rethink certain thing. To me, the same thing for Christmas. As much as Christmas is a you know was a pagan holiday, then it then the Christians took it over to make it a Christian holiday. To me, it's a family holiday of everyone getting together. You know, even though there's the argument, well, you can get together anytime. Yeah, but we don't. Right. But the family all gets together around the holidays mm-hmm. for either Thanksgiving or Christmas and more, you know, the bigger families get together and it's, and it's just great. So I think well, Valentine's if, Day is a great thing because if, of that. If people did it all the time, would it lose some of its charm? Right. I think so. I think I, so, I'm a big too. fan of that. I, and I'm going to equate this. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a comparison to Disneyland. Okay. So there are people who have the Disney passes. Right. And Not this anymore. may be, yeah, this may be one of those <laughs> old school, you know, like crusty curmudgeon things. But right. I've always thought, why would you want to have a, a a season pass and go all the time? Because then it loses some of its magic. I agree. And not only that, it's expensive. Uh, it's gotten so expensive. But and I just wondered the same thing. If you if you did something all of the time uh, or if you if you. OK, and now I'm going I, on to a different I, reservation altogether. But it's but they're kind of hang with me here. OK. How would you know the good times if you didn't experience the bad? Right. And so it's kind of the same with with Disneyland. If you went all the time, would you would it just. <laughs> right. I understand. And I agree with you, but it doesn't. I can't say that across the board. OK. Because let me tell you, um, boobies are boobies. And I I don't think I would get bored if I had boobies all the time. Okay. And I won't exactly say how. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this uh, PG-13 soft R family show. <laughs> <You're> go- <laughs> yeah, I don't need to know how you want your boobies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's something I don't think I will ever get bored of or will lose its specialty, even if I had it every day. I I'm just saying. I, just, I, you know. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> And because I think that it's natural in every relationship, eventually you see those boobies and um, you got to do things to make it to light the fire a little more. It's not enough just to see the boobies. You know, nope, you might not need to just stick a propeller on her head or something. <laughs> okay. So, ladies, send your boobies to Mark at. <laughs> So now this is interesting because the, the, this article that I'm looking at, it's from Bustle. I've um, read some things from Bustle before. The It's talking about how it's difficult to define love. And I read something recently, not in this article. And one of the things that it said was it's when you see the person. Because, you know, how do you define love? But when I think of it, somebody, you see me. You actually see me. And yes, there's more to love than that. But to know that there's somebody who... When, when just that simple statement, um, if you're still hanging around and you see every all of the warts and everything, right. you see me. Right but to me, that's that's love because you're still here. But you're saying see them as in see their heart, exactly. see their soul, see, see through them, yeah. Through, right? Yeah, Somebody that's kind of like you know, it reminds you. me of the movie Avatar. Mm-hmm. I see you. That was that was oh, the theme. Okay. Yeah. behind that. But uh, no, I agree. I mean, to me, that's. That's part of uh, real love is knowing warts and all and still yep. loving the person. That's right. That's right. The uh, the ex used to say about um, some friends, their relationship, and 
so a friend that he worked with, she and her husband were having issues and he said, gosh, he didn't know why he was, why they were still together. And he said, what does he, okay, sorry, everybody. Does he shit cold bricks? Because he couldn't understand why would you still with, be still with him? And unless you're there and you, it, you only know or remember the bad and everybody has bad at times in their relationship. Right, right. But if there's more good than bad or if they poop those gold bricks and you just don't see it, <laughs> then... Uh, th- then, yeah, there are good things, and it can't always be good all the time, unfortunately. Uh, so one recent study found that men do tend to fall in love quicker, and they really? express their feelings of love sooner than women, despite b- most people believing that women are the ones who fall quicker. That is interesting, and that is despite what I would normally believe. And so even though movies and popular culture might having you think it's different, it's actually, and that is my experience, that... Um, that men, but men are slower to commit, even though they're the quicker ones to say, I love you. I'm still having problems committing to my first wife. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's over and done with. So (laughs) it says that women are more romantic, or at least that's the widely held belief. But responses of a study um, of participants indicated that men reported falling in love earlier and expressing it earlier than women biology may be at play here due to that uh, pragmatic and cautious view of love that women have um, because they want to make sure that he's uh, a a good match for uh, birth and his babies. Right, right. I don't... I don't know so that that, must that change was after my menopause. reason. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's, I'm not sure. Yeah, wow. Once a couple's established how they feel about each other, though, it does say that men are more likely to kind of put the brakes on. Hmm. Take a little longer there to propose. Interesting. I, I imagine there are generalities like that, but I think the specifics comes down to the person's baggage. And as, as we've talked about, uh, I think maybe during the show, I know certainly outside the show, we all have our own baggage, and, it, mm-hmm. and it's and the older you get, the more baggage you have, and sure. that's yep. you know, and that's what makes it difficult, even more difficult for people our age to date and things because we are we have a lot of baggage, and whoever we meet is gonna and well unless we're dating twenty year olds, wait a minute, which is gross. My, oh, I was gonna go that's the other disgusting. direction on that. <laughs> uh, you know what though, women have an easier time saying I love you and being romantic men not so much hmm men don't like to say it well again that's a pretty big matzo ball to be hanging out there like that that's weird to me though I mean if you've already gone there and you've already decided that you love each other I don't understand why men would be um stingy with the I love you I don't know it This is a tough one for me because I could I could uh, bark from either side of the fence on this one because it's there's part of it's what we talk about. If you hear I love you every day, well, now it loses its importance. On the other hand, my kids, I told them every day that I love them. See why? why But I would also occasionally and I think I may have mentioned this on the show. I would occasionally say to them, you know, when I tuck them in or whatever, I know I say I love you all the time. I don't want to lose its importance because it really does mean something to me. I'm not just throwing it out there. Well, Bustle says if men possess the knowledge that women find I love you to be romantic, men may communicate that with their partners because it's what they want to hear. 
and it's there uh, the, with the objective advancing of their relationship. But would they be as likely to say it on their own accord? Probably not. Right. Men are women. I've said this before. It's just some kind of a practical joke that God had for us because we are certainly different. Right. Or is it one of the challenges? Uh, you know, some people believe that uh, the human is not meant to mate for life. And so there's when when you use the term commitment, I mean, it's truly a commitment to right, right. to be willing to say, I love you to that same person and to stay committed. And if if it's important to let him come out and take the pick up the groceries and bring them in the house <laughs> or, you know, or whatever. Right, right. Do that for the same person over and over again. Hmm. You know, there are some things. So, so is there anything wrong with telling a person I love you, even though you feel like you've said it too many times, you don't feel like saying it. So let's say, okay, let's say you're on the, the phone with your, your spouse, your girlfriend, whatever. And she says, I love you. Maybe she says it every time before you guys, you know, hang up. Right. Do you think that what 50% of the time you probably say it back, but you really don't want to because it's like, really, do we have to say this again? Uh, there, I could see where there would be that. I don't, ah, that's, that's, well, it's tough for me because of the position I'm, I am in my life right now. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it depends on who it is. We interact with different people differently depending on their needs or our perception of their needs or whatever the communication of their needs are. So I don't know. Okay, so get this. In high school, it's more typical for women to focus their attention on one guy, even though men fall in love quicker. They did in high school too, but they fall in love quicker and then they fall out and they fall in love with another one and then another one and then another one. Whereas women usually tend to focus their attention on that one guy. Usually. Not always though. I mean, we know that there is always an exception to the rule. Right, right. And we certainly have experienced that in our own lives. I I assume, actually you and I haven't talked much about your high school uh, stuff, but I know, I know my high school stuff, there's girls that, that uh, drop me like a hot potato and switch to someone else right away. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Do you think that you can fall in love at first sight? Or could, then? No, I can I fall in you're... lust at first sight, no doubt. Okay, so you know the difference. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, there's, I don't know. I mean, I have had, I I have had instances where people, uh, I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to edit myself on, what, should I go there with this or that? I've had things where. Uh, I mean, I've certainly seen a super hot chick that I'm like, whoa, man. And, you know, it feels like love at first sight. It's lust at first sight. And I've seen people look at me that way in like concert settings and stuff. I had one girl coming after me and I was there with a friend, with a female friend who was not a girlfriend. It was platonic. But I said, get me away from her. It it. Not that she wasn't attractive, but the way she looked, she looked this this chick looked crazed coming after me, and I got scared. Huh. Well, okay, that's that must have been pretty scary. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was. I was just like, I don't want to have to fend someone off, but well, this chick, I don't know what who whether she thought I was someone else or it was one of those things where she had a lust 
at first sight, but it was just like there was something in her eyes that I was like, holy crap, she's coming, you know, 10 people away coming over at me looking at this. I have never fallen in love with somebody at first sight. It says here a man can it says a man, man, not a boy, can easily fall in love from afar and know very quickly that he's in love. See, that's just weird to me. But compare this to women who may be likely to assess feelings of love based on physical attraction along with other factors, including a potential partner's personality. It may take longer for a woman to warm up to a potential partner and a person that, and that can grow over time. Need, the lady needs a little bit more info. A lot of men, not so much. It's so hard with stuff like this because to me it's age and uh, personal experience that it would make that variable go all over the place based on how old someone is and or based on their personal experiences. I You know what I mean? I mean there's uh, there's young people that may may fall in love but then there's older cynic not saying that I'm an older cynical guy but you know that knows the difference. Yeah, but you know? on the first sight that's that's nutty. <laughs> right. Well, it's hard to tell sometimes between love and lust. No. No, no, no. Well, when it hits you, it's like bang. Whoa! Zoom! Pow! Yeah! <laughs> Bazinga! Go! <laughs> uh, so what about space? Is that a big deal to you in a relationship? Do you need space from your partner? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I think we all do. Okay. And do you think that that's... Um... But again, it's something that... that it's up to each individual and how much space they need and whether they can get along with the other person having that space or not. Yeah. It seems as though generally men seem to require the space or at least vocalize their need for space more than women vocalize it. Uh, now, did you know that men are more focused on the passion and the fun in a relationship than women are? I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I don't know. That's I mean, makes, I like passion and fun. <laughs> <laughs> that men want to keep it light and fun. Okay, so if we're talking about when when people are getting to know each other and a guy is a commitment phobe, I can see how a guy'd be like, "Let's keep it light, let's keep it fun," right, rather right. than you know, "Don't fall in love with me, baby, because I'll just break your heart." <laughs> There was somebody that I, another person I used to date, and he's probably listening. And when we first started to get to know each other, he told me that. He's like, don't fall in love with me. I'll just break your heart. Hmm. Which seemed, it seemed like he was issuing a challenge to me. Right, right. Yeah. So Maybe he was playing you. Maybe he knew that. Right? Could very well be. <laughs> that could have just been a line. It says, passion is important to sustain a relationship, um, but men are more deeply impacted by its lack. What? I mean, I think that both men and women need passion in their relationship. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, passion isn't necessarily just sex. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I think men will trade sex for anything else. I mean, as far as passion, it's like, yeah, I, I like a little passion, but if we have more sex and less passion, I'm still good with that. I'm generalizing, by the way. Okay. I'm not. I'm not speaking from my own personal experience. Well, so a man is happiest yes, in a passionate and fun relationship, <laughs> partly because this is how men feel intimate with someone. They want to be with someone that they can let loose around. 
Well, women, <laughs> a woman needs a deeper emotional connection, and is, that's a more important thing. That's... I'm letting loose. Ew. Gross. Uh, so I, I do agree with that, though. Um, yeah. There needs to be something. There needs to be a deeper emotional connection. So sex just for sex versus um, being with somebody who, you know, actually sees you. Right. And like knows that, you know, I'm not just like a, oh, yeah, huge an difference. apple pie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all have seen the movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a big difference. Yeah. Oh, I definitely agree. Okay. But, but as we've talked about, I don't know if it's been on the show or off the show, uh, so this sounds self-serving, but I am different than the regular guys on a lot of this stuff. Do in, tell. In the, well, Sam, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to bail me out and say, oh yeah, we've talked okay, about that. So nice I didn't have to go, that. So, so I didn't have to get gonna... into it. <laughs> well, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Because I need a deeper relationship. I cannot, I am not the kind of guy, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot uh, sleep around. I think that's charming. And I can, it's I great. cannot do that. It's got to be, I need to have a, a deeper emotional uh, connection if uh, anything like that is going to happen because I have had sex uh, thrown at me that I've uh, rejected because it's like, no, this is just going to be sex and I'm not into just sex. So, uh, okay. You've experienced it though. Sex without any kind of connection. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that rule we talked about on things we're not going to talk about. All right. If you had experienced it. (laughs) Now I'm getting turning red a little bit. (laughs) No, what what I'm trying to get at is I wonder if the feeling would be different for you than it would be for a woman. Because while it might feel good at the time, I think that you would feel very empty the next day because it's like, well, right. what did that accomplish? Right. That, I don't know that this has person. Happened. I don't even know if they remember my name. That has happened to me once. Well, I can't say that they don't remember my name or anything like that. Uh, but I have, I have had, man... This is a lot of confession. Yeah, but but, but, but I it's... have I've had I have had I I've I can't even come out and say it. All right, here goes, folks. I have had sex that didn't mean anything in that in the way that we're talking about, yeah. and that's what made me say I don't want to ever do that again because that was hollow and empty. It's well, see, that's the <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it see that that's that's the the thing is. Then you wonder, okay, you know, that felt good, but was the person just saying what they thought that I wanted to hear? Um, I don't know. I just, I would rather know that the person I'm with, if they, if they like say something to you, that they mean it, that they're not just there with me because I'm convenient. Right, right. Woo. Oh my god! Saved by the bell. How did the haunt music suddenly jump in on this and save me from exposing myself even more than I already have? This doesn't have anything to do with Valentine's Day, except <laughs> thank goodness that except the Valentine's portion of the show is over. I am going to Woo. go back to um, something that I have told that happened in my bedroom. So there's kind of Valentine's Ooh. Days ish. <laughs> 
I'm just glad it's not anything I have to tell about anything that may or may not have happened in my bedroom. Okay. Or someone else's bedroom at a remote place or in the uh, outhouse at Camp Winnemucca. I was... Uh... So you guys, so for those of you who listen um, on the regular, I'm going back and retelling one of the things that happened here at the manor because there are some people who may be just starting at the at the at this as their starting point. If this is your starting point, go back and start from show one so yes. you can catch up. And then please. you'll come back here and you'll hear the story again because there's a kind of an addendum that like is kind of a trip. Um, one of a few years ago, I was awake i was in my bedroom um, like a lot of times it was uh, later in the evening my cat was on the bed with me and i had the laptop on my lap uh the bedside light to my left went out and i as i explained before i can still see this and everything felt like it was happening in slow motion it felt like it no it wasn't going in slow motion as far as i know but that's how it felt i can remember turning my head it seemed like it took forever to look at the light and i say that only because i mean sometimes your lights go out right 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 this i could just tell it was different and i don't know why but it was like oh and i'm looking over at the light and then the room came alive and it was a sound that I explained back then, and I've tried to explain to people before. I didn't know if it was a tank driving down my street. I was like thinking, is it like a a foghorn? I, I can't explain what this sound was. Right, I remember you said it was a sound that was pervasive everywhere. It was everywhere in my room. Um, and then the sound stopped and the light came back on. The cat and I were both freaked out. And I'm like, I don't even know what that was. The light went out again within a minute or two after that. And that time I was like, oh, crap. And sure enough, the... That noise. And you said it was coming from everywhere. It was the, the room it was, was just it was like the room was It was alive. like you were in the middle of a speaker. Yes. And, and, and you were part of it. Yeah, right? And yet the walls weren't shaking or anything. It's not like it wasn't like an earthquake. And this did right. not sound like an earthquake. Because right. earthquakes, by the way, if you haven't experienced one, you guys, they do have a sound sometimes. You can hear right. them. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's stuff rumbling everywhere. Yes. But... So I was watching a show this week, and there was a guy in, I want to say, what was it, North Carolina? North Carolina in 2017. So I'm listening to the show because um, this guy was taking the trash out, and this there was a sound that that was happening all around him. Right, And right. he either had his phone or he went and got his phone. I'm not sure which. And he just stood there recording the sound. And I'm going to play this for you, but the... So you were watching this show on TV. And, I, and I'm and i watching, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then I hear the sound, and this is what I heard all through my bedroom. Wow, okay, well, hold on a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop our, our background music so we can okay. just hear the sound. Stop the background we... music. And uh, so this is a clip from the show of this guy this taking his, his phone. Yep, from twenty. He heard the sound, he turns his phone on, and this is the same sound that you heard. Yep. In the room that one yep. time. Okay, here There's we go. There's a video recording in his backyard. Here we go. This is freaking me out. My lights went out and then this sound started and it was all through my room. 
And right now he's he's videotaping this and he's just like looking you can see he's pointing up at the sky. What the fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Little, little cussing there. Shut that out for you. So this goes on for about three minutes. On that show, they sent this to several different sound experts. Right. Um trying to see if they could place it like they were they tried to see if it was like truck brakes there was a few different things that they were trying to figure out right there's nothing that can i don't want to say mimic there's there's nothing they could that they could find that was close the closest they did find was truck brakes and it didn't sound anything right. like it jake, they said jake brakes as, as as us men know them as jake brakes well it was a higher pitch that the the sound of the brakes from a truck was higher pitched and they said that this was layered and they said that they didn't know even if it was truck brakes for some reason how you'd, you'd get the layered sound after layer after layer. Right. And so this one was inconclusive. They don't know what it is. Hmm. But as soon as I heard it, I got a little weirded out because this is what I heard in my bedroom when right. I tried to explain it these past so few years. Whatever, whatever aliens were visiting him. <laughs> Were the same ones that were connecting with you that that particular day. It would seem so. It might have even been the same year. Who knows? So this was 2017. I don't remember mm. what year this was. Yeah, I'm trying to think how how long ago it was. It just seems like a long time ago. Now, see, to me, now that's the very first time I've heard that sound. Mm-hmm. That you know, when you said this is what it sounds like, because I know yep. you, I know the story. We talked about it even before we started doing the podcast and stuff. Yep. But I would say that sound sounds very similar. To the sound effects that they used in the original Star Trek the motion picture for the uh, V'ger cloud and stuff like that. Mm. Very, very similar. And, uh, but, you know, who knows what, what inspired that or whatever. Yeah. But uh, that is odd, though, to sit there and have that sound that you know and it's stored away in your memory. Then you watch a show and hear someone else yeah. outside experiencing that. Yeah, I, w- I, would, I would love to know <laughs> if anybody else is experience this and i've never actually looked around for it so now i'm right. i'm it's i feel prompted to see if i can find it that anybody has ever heard something like this before where it seems to turn out the lights too or or whatever somehow it affected the electricity at least in my bedroom the i was gonna say was in this video on. his phone was on the whole time did it yep. show i didn't i didn't see the video i was just listening to the audio did it show any lights no, on or anything no. like that or it was daylight oh, in the oh snow. it was daylight yeah. oh okay yeah. oh that's even that's more intriguing to me because usually aliens only come at night right isn't that how it works <laughs> it seems like it in the movies yes <laughs> wow wow yeah so they don't have an explanation for this and i sure don't have an explanation for for my experience hmm. it's but it brings that up again for me you know just hearing that and and thinking that's what it sounded like because wow. remember you saying to me could it have been somebody's loud music right I think I probably threw a bunch of different things at you on what mm-hmm. it could be, because you know you do live near enough to a freeway that there could be I don't know, but not like that sound. That sound is a unique sound that, yeah. that is not anything that I recognize except for a sound effect in a special effect movie from 1979. My my house is really weird when I when I look back and I think about some of these things that I've experienced, heard, seen. It's so weird. That I'm still here because I'm such a chicken, <laughs> or at least I thought I was. Right, right, right. 
I guess I'm pretty brave. Well, you guys, <laughs> even even though we still are dealing with the COVID, we've got some things. We got some things planned. We're hoping we're going to be able to carry out some of these um, experiences with Paranormal Corner and also other things to do with the podcast, but some things we've talked about recently with Paranormal Right. In Corner. fact, we have something that's brand new, a brand new segment that we want to uh, let you know about. And we got to get get through this pretty quickly, actually, because we're coming to the end of the show. So, what we want you to do, we're going to do a, uh, we're going to watch a classic movie. Jan and I are going to watch a classic movie called The Cowboys, Yeehaw, y'all. starring John Wayne. And we want you guys to watch the movie first before our podcast. So, our next podcast is going to be all about the movie The Cowboys with John Wayne. It's a 1972 movie. So see if you can rent it somewhere. Watch the movie. It's a two hours and 14 minute movie. It's a classic. Watch it because our next episode is going to be all about that movie. We don't want to pimp it for you. And also we want you guys to weigh in later on our Facebook, our Instagram, or our Twitter at Snack A Little. Or you can call in our Google voice line at 909-572-0278. So watch The Cowboys, the 1972 movie. The Cowboys with John Wayne. If you've seen it before, rewatch it because our next episode is going to be all about that movie. 